Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Another Maximize Monday coming at you here. We have a new guest, as you can see, that's kind of been the trend these past uh, few months here is just getting some different voices from the from different job fields. So th this week, we're kind of focusing back on recruiting, talent acquisition, everything like that. We have Brianna joining us. How are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So thankful for you joining me this week and, and kind of talking about the path that you took to to get to where you are currently. So we'll we'll certainly dive into that at some point. But people who watch the show know uh, normally I break down what's going on in the week ahead for me. So what's motivating me this week? First things first is it's fall is in full swing. I know like first day of fall was was just recently, but um, we're finally getting like the cool temps here in Pennsylvania. I, I can finally turn the air conditioner off, which is nice because it's been cranking for like the past six months it feels like so to finally get to turn that off and like open the windows and feel like breezes and, and whatnot is is already a motivator for me so beyond just like the the basic fall stuff that I enjoy to do the weather itself is, is always a, a kicker for me so um next thing that that's motivating me usually in the fall like the first weekend uh in October there's a local horror movie convention that they run uh, every year, and that's coming up this weekend. Uh, we're not yet taking my toddler to those things. We took her when she was like a tiny infant uh, because she wasn't cognizant of like the costumes and the monsters running around her. So there's a, a really cool picture of my wife and I meeting Nev Campbell, uh, and she's looking at our infant daughter as we're looking at the camera. Um, but she has not made a return to that convention since, but my wife and I are still going. So looking forward to, to that. Uh, and then on Sunday coming up, uh, we have some friends who recently had moved out to the Denver, Colorado area or making a trek back to uh, the East Coast here. So we're going to get to spend some time with them on Sunday. So looking forward to, to seeing them, seeing how Denver is treating them. Very envious of like the hikes that they get to go on and like the cool scenery from their their apartment in Denver. So I'm sure that the mountains here in PA don't quite do it justice when I try to show those same pictures. So I'm looking forward to catching up with them. Uh, so some goals for, for me for the week ahead is still just kind of prioritizing and focusing on my open positions. Uh, I shared the other day that I had about four new ones open up. So still just kind of working on those, making sure that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm touching base with the hiring managers, getting the candidates through the rotation, through the interviews as, as quickly as I can to make a, a good experience for everyone involved. Uh, and then the other goal for me is just to continue to, to try to do that cleanup that I'm constantly doing through job boards, making sure that I'm kind of uh, communicating with all applicants to try to get at least get an email out to, to everyone as soon as they apply, just so they know that we're receiving everything and, and looking over information. So just making sure that I'm up to date on all of that and, and giving all of the, the candidates who've taken the time to apply the, the due diligence and, and responding to them. And so a win from the week before, I'm I'm still kind of waiting for, for um, some feedback from some of the candidates, but some really positive interviews that that I got to have for a few open positions, just good general conversations with them to, to kind of explore what they're looking for out of the company that they want to work for next as more than just the job that they're interviewing for. So had some really great feedback from some of the candidates in terms of the interview process overall. So I'll take that as a win because um, sometimes I think the candidate experience kind of gets lost with, with all the, the moving parts that there is to recruiting. So getting that positive feedback certainly is is a great thing and a win that I will celebrate. So that's it for me, Brianna. What's going on in, in your week this, this week? 
Yeah, so this week is the week I took over my new um, my new role. I was internally promoted from Talent Acquisition Sourcer, which is a different side of recruiting that many of you may be familiar with. But instead of waiting for them to come to you, we go out and find them, spread the word about how great our company is, why they should give us the time of day, and then do the same thing, making sure they're getting touched by the right people at the right time and moving through that process. I apologize for my dog and my cat. They are best friends, but they do fight in the background here. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've taken over. Um, it is a, a new program we're implementing. I can't release Maya and Shiloh. Thank you, um, because we haven't fully jumped into this program, but I will say that I am new in this role and i'm kind of setting the standards and building those standard operating procedures so that'll be fun i'm always one to take a leap of faith and jump in and figure it out later i love helping in any way shape or form and learning things that not everyone gets to learn um so a couple goals i have are obviously doing the best job i can at building this program working with others, collaborating, and finding out different facets of recruiting that I haven't explored before. Mm -hmm. And also um, focusing more on integrating my, or not integrating, because I'm already integrated in the military spouse community, but becoming a, a bigger advocate because I, I keep wanting to join all these military spouse groups, be involved. I have not been able to find the time here in San Antonio. It's a huge base at Lackland, and I'm not quite sure where to start. Um, but that's a goal of mine this week is to, or next week, is to call somebody. What can I do? Where can I go? What can I start getting into to really make an impact, a bigger impact, I should say, with, with my spouses and my veterans? Mm -hmm. And then a win this past week was training our new sourcer. She has just joined the team a couple weeks ago, and I've been very much involved in her training, teaching her everything I know to set her up for success in her new role. Very nice, very nice. So one of the things uh, we kind of discussed when I first reached out to you is, uh, and one of the things I'd like to ask any guest that, that's coming on the show recently is, you know, talent acquisition, recruiting, sourcing has been one of those industries that's getting a lot of attention recently, a lot of people trying to transition from a different field into to that industry. So what was that journey like for you when you decided that, that this was going to, to be your focus? Was it something that just kind of you fell into or did you kind of know early on, like, I want to focus my attention on getting into this industry? That's a great question. I feel like a lot of people I know have just fallen into recruiting and some love it, <laughs> some stay for a little bit and some it's just not meant for and that's okay. Mm -hmm. um, but my degree, my bachelor's degree is in human resource management. So I knew I had an interest in HR. I did not know that recruiting was a whole different part of it. I really didn't. I was very focused on you know solving issues, solving conflicts, making sure a company can run smoothly. But I got into recruiting because living overseas in Belgium, I've been there for the past three years. I just moved to Texas in January of this year. Well, it's been a year already. <laughs> uh, wow, time flies. Yeah. But I could not work overseas as a lot of spouses cannot. So I started my job journey about eight months out from when we were PCSing back to the CONUS, the United States. And I was on LinkedIn and I had never used LinkedIn. So I built up my network uh, with about six months and learned at that point that networking is key. And I know everyone hears it all the time, but it is just so accurate. If you spend 10 minutes a day building your network, you'll thank me later. 
Um, so I connected with, uh, I started with Salesforce Trailhead actually. And if you don't know about Salesforce Trailhead, you need to, because you need to get on there and it's free training and it's free uh, preparation for any job in tech, in customer relationship management. It'll just help you so much. And I really wanted a Salesforce job. I had all the connections. I talked to all the people. Um, however, it was still three months out from my PCS date. And some of the hiring managers were like, you know, Brianna, we just need someone right now. And we would really like someone with experience. And mm -hmm. I didn't give up. I still have those connections. In fact, I still talk to those connections. I do not work for Salesforce currently. I found an amazing other company as well called Cone Health, and they are a nonprofit organization in Greensboro, North Carolina. We have about five hospitals, over 150 physician practices, and outpatient facilities as well to provide exceptional care to our patients. Um, and the values really align with my own. I've been there about a year now, and I'm enjoying it very much. But the way I reached out was via a source. A sourcer and I connected. She said, hey, um, I see you've been struggling looking for a job because of my posts. And we just started talking. It was very organic. It was not, look at my resume. Do you have a job for me? She was not robotic, which I love. Mm -hmm. It was just a conversation that turned into a job opportunity. So I guess I did fall into it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So um, the, the time you spent then as a sourcer, how do you feel like that prepared you then to, to take that next step? Because I know a lot of people get into sourcing with that idea that, that they're going to, to transition then to the next step, whether that's sourcing manager or getting into talent acquisition. So how do you feel the time spent uh, as a sourcer is, has kind of prepared you for success then in, in this next round? Sourcing requires a lot of of conversation. Um, recruiting does too on the back end, but sourcing, you talk to more people than ever apply to the company. So I think building those communication skills, getting over your fear of talking to people you've never spoken to before. You know, you and I, we've sent three or four messages and now we're on a video chat. And a lot of people aren't comfortable with that. It is scary. It is intimidating. Um, so sourcing is a great role to meet all sorts of people with all kinds of career experiences and goals and working with them, being their advocate to make sure they get to the right role. Um, recruiting on the backside, they don't really know what the customer or candidate wants because they just get them in their role, assuming that's what they want. Whereas sourcing, we can kind of take a, a breath and say, what do you want? And then I can go ahead and present all these open roles to you. So I think sourcing prepares you in a sense where you can learn to communicate effectively. You can learn uh, what what jobs are out there, first of all. I've had jobs I've never even heard of that I'd have to Google or speak to other people about. So a good knowledge base, and that's good for every job, but that prepares you for recruiting because when you step into that recruitment role, you know how to communicate. You know a lot of names of jobs that are relative, you know, different titles, but doing the same thing. And you're ready to just be on that other side of that process when moving them through the application process, communicating with hiring managers, you already got that down mm -hmm. and going ahead and learning the actual ins and outs of that pre-boarding and onward to a start date. Okay, gotcha. Now, one of the other things that, that we had kind of spoken about when I first reached out to you is kind of your experience or, or what you went through trying to find a position as a military spouse. And, and I heard you mention it earlier. That that's kind of 
one of the focuses that you have now in your current role. So was that something you knew from going through that process that once I get to this stage that this is something I really want to embrace and take ownership of and, and see how many people I can help uh, that's beyond the, the help that I received? Absolutely. Um, I've always been a person who wants to help people but didn't know how to do it. And being in my role as a sourcer, beginning with Cone Health, my leadership has given me exponentially, oh, just the immense amount of support. I can't even thank them enough. Um, Leslie Welsh, Brianne Kopp, Felicia Marsh, Eric Thomas, all you guys are wonderful. Quick shout out for Cone Health there. But we have a military, like, veteran focused group, but it is very centralized to Greensboro, North Carolina for on-site positions. So with our talent acquisition team being remote, I had that conversation to say, hey, can we target military spouses for sourcing positions? And my boss was like, sure, <laughs> go for it. You, you have the roots, you have the ties. And that's what I started leaning on is when we were opening up a sourcer position when I was still in that position. So not my position yet, but we had another sourcer position available and I hit the ground running with my military groups, LinkedIn, asking other spouses if they have referrals, blah, 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 et cetera. And I found a sourcer who now works for us today. She is a military spouse who's living in Florida right now. And uh, presenting her was one of the proudest moments of my career because I could say, I trust this person at face value because I know what military spouses are capable of and I know what they've been through and I know the experience they have, but also speaking with her and hearing the things she had to bring to the table that weren't on her resume. Hmm. Let that sink in, right? Yeah. We look at the resume, we're so quick to say, no, nah, they don't qualify. Yeah. If we can get in a habit of just having that conversation. I know people are busy, but are you really too busy to help someone and go out of your way just a little bit to see if you can change their life? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, the, the last question I've had kind of the, these past few weeks for every guest is the, the advice that they would give. And I want to kind of make yours a little bit more pointed because I know you went through it as, as a military spouse. So you know, it's not always easy to, to find those positions like you were mentioning. So so what advice would you say either you received that was highly beneficial or now that you've been sourcing Ben and Talent Acquisition advice that you would give to, to a military spouse or to just a job seeker in general, if you prefer that direction? But, but what advice kind of helped you through your job search that, that you feel you'd like to pass on? He's going to laugh, but I'm going to call him out. His name is Michael Quinn, and he is a LinkedIn top voice times two. And I started following him pretty early on. And he has two things that he says that are very important. One is your network is obviously irreplaceable. You have a less than 4% chance of receiving an interview for a job without a referral. Right. And that's scary, yeah. but that's the truth. And he also says... If you ask for a job, you might get advice, but if you ask for advice, you might get a job. So being sure to set up those conversations and just asking for 10 minutes of someone's time. You know, if you say, hey, can you talk? It kind of leaves a little bit open. Again, people don't like talking to strangers. Generally, they might be kind of on edge. But if you say, hey, I'm looking for this role um, in this area, we're remote, because that's pretty common now. Um, I see that you are a blank 
do you have 10 minutes to speak to me about your experience and what advice you have to offer? And if you do that 10, 20, 30 times, you'll have a lot better toolkit to help you in your job search because it's not simple anymore. You used to be able to knock on a door of a shop and say, can I apply? You fill out your paper application and you might've started that day. Here, it's a different world and it's hard to trust people in this virtual world. But my advice is to obviously network what I mentioned with Michael Quinn, but also if you are interested in tech, or anything with customer relationship management, go over to Salesforce uh, Trailhead, give them a sign up. It's quick, it's easy, and you can just feel like you're using your time wisely. Instead of just applying and getting rejected, you're helping educate yourself and prepare yourself for a better interview process and ultimately a hire. So I think for directing your time to the things that deserve your time, it's not so black and white with applying and that's it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's fantastic advice. And, and it's certainly you're a, a success story for that in terms of where you are now. So I'm looking forward to seeing how you grow in this next role that you're in. I appreciate you taking some time out of your busy day to, to join me here to, to kind of discuss your journey. Uh, but that's it from us for this week. So if you are not yet connected with Brianna, make sure you're doing that. She'll be tagged in this post. So send her a request, give her a follow. Uh, and if you're looking to enter the field, uh, you know, follow the advice that she gives and, and see how it works for you. But I hope we all have a great week and we'll talk to you next Monday. Thank you so much.